It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Caring for our communities. Out of the gym and off the park. Working just as hard paying it forward to our next generation. This is More Than An Athlete with Izzy and Kempe. Brought to you by Tremaine Real Estate. Bringing people and property together in our communities. We have spoken to some people doing quite incredible things throughout the years on this show. And there is nothing more noble than pushing yourself to the absolute limits of what is humanly possible to fight for what is important to you. So... Jono Riddler is one of the country's most prominent ultra swimmers. And come the end of this month, so starting to get pretty cold out there already, he's going to swim across the Hauraki Gulf. If successful, he will set a new record for the longest uninterrupted open water swim in Aotearoa. He's with us this morning to talk about his attempt and explain the motivation behind it. Morena Jono, great to have you on the show this morning. Kia ora. Thanks. Uh, thanks very much for having me. Well, this is one that's been taking me a wee while. I keep rereading the amount of time you're going to spend in the water and how you're planning on doing it, and the dynamics of it are, are kind of hard to get my head around. Where are you at with what you're about to embark on? Are you feeling good, healthy, mentally strong? Yes. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm entering into my last weekend of, of training now after what has been a, a pretty long journey uh, to get to this point. But uh, it's all kind of theoretical until you actually enter the water on the day. And it's been like that with all of the other challenges that I've undertaken. It's, it's an idea in your head until all of a sudden you're, you're actually doing it. So... You know, I'm, I'm doing the training and, and doing the things that uh, I, I need to be doing to prepare. Um, but you, you know, for, from a mental standpoint, uh, you you don't know exactly what, what you're going to encounter in, until the day. But I feel like I'm pretty ready. Uh, I've been hammering myself, so I'm, uh, I'm excited to take it on in just a few short weeks. Hey, Jono, uh, it's Kempe here, mate. Thanks for joining us this morning. Just, it didn't start all that well for you on the back of a snowboarding accident. You jump in the water and just start swimming. Just take us through, like, where, where you've started from and how you've got to, like, this ultra swim of spending 10 hours in the water. It's definitely been a, a journey over the last uh, probably 12, 13 years or so to, to get to where I am now. You know, when, when I was younger, I did some learn-to-swim lessons and, and actually really did not like it at all. Uh, and, and football was, was my main sport at the time. But uh, I had a snowboarding injury, as you say, and, and getting into the pool, uh, that, that was when I was about 20. 
getting into the pool was a, a way of rehabbing that. And um, I eventually worked up to doing a, a 2.8k swim across uh, Auckland's Harbour uh, when when that was running at the time, and and that was something that was urged on in a sense by my dad and brother who were also doing that. And, uh, you know, I, I got to the end of that swim. I had some trials and tribulations during the course of that short 2.8K, but uh, got to the end of that and just, you know, I, I couldn't help but think, what's next? And I was extremely elated. And since then, it's it's grown and grown. You know, it's gone from 3K to 5K to 10K to doing Cook Strait and Lake Taupo and now uh, eyeing up 100Ks. So a hundred k's, and you've done a cook straight, and you've done a fovo straight, is it as well as like topol? Yeah, the, so the the New Zealand Triple Crown, so called, is made up of those three big swims. So I I swam cook straight in twenty nineteen, the length of Lake Topor, which is a, a touch over forty uh, kilometres in twenty twenty, and then twenty twenty one fovo straight, and last year. Uh, I was aiming to do a, a double crossing of Cook Strait. It didn't quite work out with uh, whether I was kind of on on backup for about two months uh, and ended up as a uh, as a backup swim, swimming out to the Poor Nights and back from Matapuri. Uh, so that's th- those have been the major challenges. Obviously, there's been a few other bits and bobs around that, but, but those have been the major swims. How long is 100 kilometres going to take you? Where's the course going from across the Hauraki Gulf? Well, we're going to start at Karaka Bay, uh, which is a, a place that's a little bit meaningful to me. I, I spent quite a few summers there growing up. My parents met there, uh, so, so that's going to be the start point. We're going to swing around the back of Little Barrier uh, and then basically make a beeline uh, to Tiritiri. And uh, and then on to Narrow Neck Beach from there. So I, I'm estimating it'll it'll take somewhere between thirty and thirty five hours. Uh, and um, yeah, we'll we'll see. You know, we'll see. Maybe maybe it could be longer with fatigue and the like. But I think that's pretty realistic to to be swimming at about three k an hour for for the duration. That uh, that part of the 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 Hauraki Gulf too gets a little bit choppy out there. I've been through. And past the little barrier a number of times, making my way out there for a surf. Um, so hopefully you, you get calm water. Just when you're swimming for that long, like in your head, what are you doing? Like, are you playing a game of golf or you're snowboarding? Like, how do you sort of keep yourself like the momentum going in, in your head? The harder part, Kempi, uh, is actually the training because I'm in my head on my own for hours and hours and not a lot to entertain me. So that, you know, I, I use that as mental training as much as anything else. And when it actually comes to the day of the swim, uh, there's people around you. It's quite exciting, even if it is a, for a long period of time. But some some things that I've done to keep myself occupied in the past, you know, there's only so many thoughts that can run through your head before it uh, empties out and, um you know, I've, I've kind of played movies in my head. Uh, I've gone into very meditative states, just counting one and two for literally hours. Uh, so, you know, there, there's a few different tools and, and uh, things that I can lean on there to, to get through that, that time. But having a crew around you does make it a little bit more interesting. Oh, that's 
incredible. It is incredible, Jono. Like, I hope it hasn't been lost on you how special what you're doing is because to the rest of us it is quite staggering. We spoke to William Truebridge on the show probably three weeks ago now and he spoke about the kind of meditative state he gets in when he goes down deep and the kind of um, how how dangerous it is for him if he isn't in that state and where he needs to get to to be able to Mm. actually achieve his goals. And it was kind of an interesting way of thinking about it. I never really considered that it's kind of you have to put yourself into that state when you're doing these kind of body-pushing experiences. Otherwise, you won't be able to achieve, and it is actually dangerous. What's your support crew like? And, you know, what are the dangers? I mean, hypothermia, or that doesn't... You obviously have a thick wetsuit. It's going to be non-wetsuit, so to abide by the marathon swimming rules, uh, wearing a pair of trunks that's below the waist and above the knees, uh, one cap, one pair of goggles. So I've done quite a bit of cold water training over the last five years. Uh, I'm doing quite a bit of preparation now, spending time in my ice bath, uh, which is currently set to one degree, and that's helping with just building that acclimatisation while the water is a bit warmer. Uh, but yes, hypothermia is one of the dangers. Uh, I think you know there's uh, always potential for a shark attack. I don't think it's very likely, but you know that that's one of the risks. Uh, weather, uh, obviously, we'll we'll be working to the best weather window possible, but things could chop up and um, and make it interesting. More so for the support crew as much as anything. I think when you're in the water, you can uh, you can manage that a little bit better than on a boat. I think that those would be the key ones, plus plus potentially sleep deprivation. So, I've done some sleep depri- uh, deprivation training, but you know, there w- I will be going into some unknowns here uh, over that 35 hours. What about cramp? Like when you do those those marathon type exercise like exercises, whether it's biking, running, swimming. What about when cramp sets in? Have you ever had experience with that when you're in the water? Yes. And you just have to work through it, really. So there, there are things that you can do to mitigate that. Um, electrolytes is, uh, and having a, a constant flow of electrolytes through the course of the swim is going to help with not cramping. But if you do get in, in some kind of pain, it's up to you, really, whether you continue through that or stop. And uh, if you want it bad enough, you just keep going. And so, you know, there's, there's swims where I've been in, in pain for hours and hours on, on end but uh, you know you uh, when you have a strong enough goal and, and motivation then that helps to, to keep you moving Well I guess that gets us to the motivation then Jono because people will be listening thinking this guy is absolutely mad and you might be mad but but you might be also doing it for a very important reason that means a lot to you so what is that? Yes uh, so I, I think looking back over time, there's been a bit of an evolution in terms of my why, my motivation. And when you're doing something like uh, something like this, it's really important to have a, have that really strong why, because when you get into those dark moments, you need something to to call on. So, for me, when I first started the swimming challenges, it was really about understanding my uh, capability, my limits, and and how far I could take myself, both physically and mentally. And there's still definitely an element of that. What I've seen over the last five years or so is, uh, you know, there's a lot of attention that's brought through these swims. I guess people are interested in it. And 
I'm not uh, looking to really get get anything out of that attention. I want to draw it into something that's meaningful for me. And so I've spent a lot of time swimming in, in the Hauraki, especially up and down the coast uh, between Long Bay and, and Devonport. And seeing the state of, of the ocean uh, is, is quite saddening to me. And so as part of the swim, when I, when I was cooking up the idea, uh, I really wanted to get behind a cause that was meaningful for me and so partnered up with Live Ocean uh, to bring attention and, uh, and awareness to uh, to that uh, that cause uh, to to revitalise the Gulf to bring life back as as it could be. Uh, you know, it's it's in a state of decline, but that doesn't mean that we can't turn it around. So, I really want to want to use this swim as a platform to to generate some attention, some awareness um, for for the Hauraki and and to get the attention of of our policymakers and and, uh, and ministers to drive some action. Nice, Jono. It's a really good cause. And uh, being an ocean man myself, I, I couldn't agree more with you about keeping that ocean alive. So um, there must be a big team, John, Jono, like your pilots, your your swimming crew that go with you. What, what does your team look like? And how much support do you get? 100%. Like marathon swimming is actually a really selfish selfish sport my my friend uh, recently swam around Waiheke and he put it really well he said it's a selfish sport uh, supported by unselfish people so we've got quite a big uh, big crew for, for this one in particular um, you know we've got skippers uh, multiple skippers because for every every role that we have we have to have multiple people uh, given the duration to be able to allow some time off to, to go have a sleep or, or something similar so we've got uh, skippers navigators for big boat and uh, a tender-sized boat, a uh, small inflatable, and the inflatable will be alongside me for the, for the duration of the swim. Uh, there's um, supporters and, and feeders, and uh, and then observers to make sure that, you know, from a documentation and record-keeping perspective, that everything's all uh, in line there. So we've got probably oh, and uh, and a couple of medics as well. So we've got probably 16. 16 odd people on on the crew it is quite a logistical uh effort but uh you know everybody's really behind it and again live ocean have, have been super supportive in and getting uh some things together for the logistics yeah well pete and blair they're so passionate about it so i can imagine they've been great supporters and um probably offered you a couple of words of congratulations to even get to this point john because it's a pretty incredible thing to start to even organize logistically just hearing you speak then it's no easy feat what you're trying to do, uh, like the physical challenge, but actually just to get it all together as well. So if people are listening and they think, okay, this guy needs uh, some support and I agree with the cause, how, how are they going to get in touch or can they donate? What's, this, what's the story? I think the, the biggest thing that we're looking for here is attention and, and awareness. And uh, yes, there's, there's the ability to donate to Live Ocean, but the best thing that you can do is really share the message will be, uh, you know, we launched it recently from a public perspective, uh, but over the next few weeks, um, we'll be looking to drive that attention and awareness up until the, the starting point of the swim. So you can go to liveocean.com. There's a landing page for the swim. Uh, share that with, with your mates. Um, you know, get, get that message out there. Follow either myself or Live Ocean on Instagram. There'll be some more more things coming out. 
Uh, and yeah, right right now it's really a, a around uh, from a public perspective at least we want to get some attention and awareness uh, on it. So um, in terms of the Instagram, if I could just plug that quickly, that's uh, John O'Riddler or it's at it's Live Ocean. Um, Beautiful so stuff. Key places to go to. Beautiful stuff, mate. We will we will do that. We'll follow along. Just uh, while we're out enjoying uh, hot cross buns and uh, chocolate. What are they? Chocolate eggs this this weekend. What what's your longest run? I uh, sorry, the longest swim you're gonna go do. What are you doing this weekend? Just so we can feel real guilty. Yes. Um, no. Enjoy your eggs. Enjoy your hot cross buns. I'll be. I will be uh, doing uh, a few eight hours. So I've got eight hours lined up tomorrow, uh, Saturday and Sunday, and then maybe a few hours on on Monday as well. So, so somewhere around thirty hours over the course of the weekend and and then that's kind of it in terms of my uh build phase and and then i enter into uh, a good taper which is always enjoyable <laughs> broken the back of the training all right mate go enjoy yeah. it i think i think that's the thing to say go enjoy it and it's incredible it, it's uh, just great to chat to you john and we'll, we'll follow along keenly thanks guys thanks so much for your time really appreciate it cheers good luck johnny